Meadow just says that she has a tea, not a second coffee. And we said, yay. Thank goodness. Both of our anxiety went, thank fucking God. That's a pretty mug. (laughs) Thank you. They, a long, long time ago, um, gave everyone at Mad Happy that worked at the Mad Happy offices these mugs. And so it has my initials on it to differentiate. But then I worked from home. So I was like, I'm taking it home so I can pretend I'm working in the office with you guys. And now it's my mug. Cute. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to see what we're talking about, head to our YouTube because we publish all of our videos on YouTube, if you didn't know. Yes, we do. And I can't tell if this says OM, O-M, or W-O. Don't know which direction it goes in. Cannot tell, but that's the ceramicist. Look it up. Very cool. And if you can't tell through listening, I'm wearing our new hat. Yay! It's so cute. It's so cute. Can I just say that we made a great hat? We made a great hat. If you don't know, it's called the Variance Hat, which Meadow very cleverly named. And I really did name just like for us while we were working on it in the background because I just wanted to give the hat a name. And we were like, no, it's good. I was like, I love that. Genius. Yeah, it's out now. We worked with people that we adore. A lot of love went into the hat. Do we want to go into a whole thing about it today? Like, can we, can we unpack a little bit of the process? Yeah. Because well, while I'm looking at you, I was like, you look very chic. Like, it looks cute. And I am so happy that we chose the colors we did. And then I wanted to share that. the I feel like one of the first things we ever said about this hat in its conception, you and I, was we want to be in October in New York in gorgeous, like, trench coats in this mm-hmm. hat. Like, this is oh, the yeah. hat we want to be wearing. Like, that was yeah. our vision of us, like, us going on this besties New York trip that we still need to go on eventually sometime. And these will make it happen in, like, December when it's, like, really fucking cold. Oh, I would love to. It's really romantic in theory. And then, like, you go to get on the subway and it's just sleet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of gross. I, I've heard some horror stories. Do you want to tell them, like, you know, the thought of the hat? Well, yeah. So are we going, can we do a little thing about that? Okay, that's fantastic. So this was our first vision. We, I feel like we didn't even talk about it, but we knew, obviously, we wanted to, like, make products or, like, offer something more than just a podcast because it's fun. It's a project we've always Mm -hmm. wanted to do. We've both worked fashion adjacent for a long time. And I feel like we didn't even say, I, at least I don't remember us ever having a conversation. I feel like both of us were like, yeah, hats, duh. Like that's easily, we both just acted like we knew that was the first thing we were going to do. And I don't know where we got that from. I just, honestly, I think I was in a hat phase and I think a lot of the hats that I owned were just fucking shitty. And I was like, you know what? I want something, you know where I think it stemmed from too, at least for me personally, I'll speak for myself. It stemmed from that. And then it also stemmed from, we wanted to, Meadow and I have talked a lot about how like, we don't want our podcast to be like, I understand people have demographics, but Mm. we wanted to always branch out of that demographic. And Mm. I think hats are so universal. They're unisex. Mm. They're for everybody. We really wanted something that everyone could wear and like. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's sort yeah. of where we it talked about that a lot too. Yeah. And that's how we so went right. with the style and the neutrality. And like, we didn't, we didn't put like an ism or something as the design because we wanted it to be like, this is your first introduction. If this is your first time hearing about thoughts may vary, like frankly, like, listen, it's a great name. <laughs> so <laughs> we wanted to put it We're really places. proud of that fucking name. Yeah. We're really fucking proud of the name thoughts may vary. Sorry. It's too good. It's like perfectly on the nose. It's perfect. But also I think, yeah, we want our demographic to eventually like be so 
diverse and so inclusive in such a mix, a, like beautiful mix of each and every person because every single fucking person has a personal development journey, has mental health issues, like mm-hmm. goes through self-growth challenges. Like I think in us trying to just highlight that universality anyway, we like needed to make something that frankly, people that don't necessarily listen to the podcast would look at and be like, fuck yeah, I want to wear that. That's cool. Yeah. And then that it's also a conversation starter because the, the exactly. name is such a conversation starter. So if you don't know that that's the name of a podcast and you were to see it on someone's hat, you'd be like, thoughts really do be varying. You're correct. Oh, difference in opinion. Yeah. What a reflection on our country's current zeitgeist. Nah. Anyway, so that's where too, it all started. I'm too but stressed to it, talk about the country. <laughs> My neck I is know, like... right? <laughs> Your neck immediately sees us. Yeah. But anyway, beyond all that, it was really fun because we also, like we said, feel very fashion adjacent and it's all we talk about and we always talk about how it's our favorite form of self-expression, et cetera. So we wanted it to be like a really fucking good quality hat. Like we wanted to source this hat where all oh, yeah. everyone's other favorite brands and brands that we've worked with in the past, like we've learned so much from all those experiences. And I think our North Star this entire time has been Sir Christian Gonzalez at oh, Bad gosh. Boy Poppy. Like I do not, he, this man is really, he, he is this hat. Christian's this hat. We're going to put all of his yeah. links and stuff in the show notes. We met Christian. Incredible. Well, yeah. I met Christian through Liz Beecroft, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is one of the first people that I like got introduced to when I like started doing mental health things on the internet. And he was making her graphics for mental. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they this still is work dope together. They still work together. And mm-hmm. that's how I got introduced to him. And I was like doing a solo project. This is before like the podcast ever came to be. And I was like, oh, I want to work on something with him. And so when I moved to LA, I met him in person and I went to his mm-hmm. studio downtown. And I just remember being like, Oh my God. Like it was such a great introduction to moving here because I feel like so many people like warned me when I was moving here. And then one of the first people that I met in a creative industry were both the from most Florida. genuine person of possibly me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like we're both from Florida. Yeah. We both acknowledge that Florida's crazy. He's also yeah. Latino. <laughs> and like we just bonded over so many things. And he's also like a big mental health guy. So I was just like, oh mm-hmm. my God, this is a match made in heaven. And just so genuine and so kind and like really follows our thought patterns. Like oh, you yeah. and I, especially in a mood, I, I mean, our listeners know more than anything, like the way in which we speak, like is our own personal language. And my God, does he speak our language? Like we does. get each other. He's also an insanely talented designer. Like his own personal brand yeah. is so fucking cool. He's so innovative. He's so ahead of the curve. And so we knew that it was a no brainer that we wanted him to design the hat for us. So he came up with our conceptual. So the O of this thoughts may vary, which is kind of like its debut is the world with our butterflies. That's our new abstract logo. Like we wanted a conceptual logo apart from just our font and the name thoughts may vary. And so Mm -hmm. now that stands alone as its own logo, but it also kind of like became the beautiful symbolism for all this background of what we're telling you about the hat. So Christian designed that and Mm -hmm. then helped us piece together who to go to in order for the custom embroidery because boy... Did our first recommendation, did we run into like our first hiccup in this process with that interaction? So then Christian introduced us to all these gorgeous people. And so now we're working with people that get paid living wages and are kind and nice. And it's all made in LA and top quality fashion people that have, have worked with market and have worked with Mad Happy and have worked with like all these fucking cool brands that I could name drop, but we don't need to. Anyway, I want you to tell that story. Oh, of the fuckhead that I got introduced to? 
Oh yeah. Just a little bit of it. Just because it was Great. like he he embodies the antithesis of what the show stood for. And it was very funny for us to learn, like, huh, nope, not working with people that don't align with our mission. Like in just the grossest way. Please, please elaborate. Yes. So Meadow just made a very good point of that everything that we do with TMV, like every single person that we bring into this, like this is our baby. And we are so sacred yeah. with TMV. And I feel like the community is so sacred to us too. Like you guys are so sacred that like we don't want to let yeah, like everyone's welcome, but like everyone's welcome if you're like a good person. <laughs> it just, this was our first intro to that. So basically, we are, to make a very, very annoying story short, I got introduced to someone and they were like, you should go make your hats there. So I, I took a phone call with the guy and just automatically, I was like, I'm not going alone. I called Christian. Yeah. I was like, you have to come with me because I can just tell that this is the definition of like a mansplaining fucker who like is not mm -hmm. going to take anything I say seriously. Like he was on my Instagram while we were on the phone call, like talking to me about like my Instagram. For the context too, at this point in time, like not to diminish anything we're doing by any capacity, but also from a different perspective, like we are just two girls who have never done anything like this before trying mm -hmm. to figure out how to make a goddamn good product. You know what I mean? Right. So we had to go with like, if someone is telling us personally, like you had to see it through. Right. And I think that I went in, I didn't go in blind and I trust me, like, I'm not going to tell someone like I've never done this before if I don't know them because I don't trust them and I don't want them to yeah. take advantage of us in that Absolutely. way. So Absolutely. I wasn't like, dee -dee, I have no idea what I'm doing, No, but I definitely was like all. asking questions. Anyway, yeah. from the first phone call, I was like, I'm not going alone. Christian, you're coming with me. He was like, great, say less. So we go to the guy's factory. It's like noon on a Wednesday, walks out like with a beer and he's like, first of all, calls us communists because we were wearing masks. The moment we walked in was the first thing he said. We're like, who are these fucking communists? Oh, my God. And Christian and I were like, um, we're just trying to be respectful of, like, the people that work here. We don't fucking know. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. he, like, has us, like, is, like, fucking with us to, like, take our masks off. So I take my mask off, which I'm already, like, annoyed at myself that I even did. Cause like, right. If I wanted to what wear an mask, invasion fucking wear a mask. of him to your boundaries. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're trying to be polite for right. his staff. I digress. Right. So I take off the mask and I could just tell, like, he just like saw, I was just like immediately sized up by this guy. He just immediately gave me like a really ugh, ladies listening. We are sexualized on a daily basis. So I know yeah. that every single one of you listening knows what I'm talking about when you can't explain it to like your male identifying friends. Yep that it's this like gut feeling meta we've talked about this where it's like you just oh my God. You know that the way that someone is looking at you is wrong like it's it's their intentions are not good and you feel it in your fucking bones that and was the feeling no, I got there's you can't even oh my god I'm sorry I'm to to go on a tangent no, immediately but I, I even remember being in an office setting in the past and literally every woman like under 40 in that office would all talk about the same new guy that got hired for no reason. And he did nothing wrong and looked like a normal dude. But every single one of them was like, mm, no, I like women's intuition, especially when mm -hmm. you can all co-sign too, but you don't need to. Like we have this oh, yeah. primal instinct that has been learned to us. Anyway, to protect us. I just feel what you're saying yeah. so much. Keep going. The stress ball is back, everyone. Just so yeah. you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God, we got to make stress balls. I know. So The way anyway. everyone thought the hats were going to be stress balls. No. Um, so anyway, yeah, whatever. He was just gross off the bat and then was just not directing anything at me, asking Christian everything, which then Christian, bless him, would literally turn to him and be like, 
I'm literally just the bodyguard. Like, this is her company. Like, this is her. Like, she is the boss. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally said those words. Like, she is the boss. I don't know what to tell you. I'm literally here to, like, co-sign like, if she wants my eye, opinion. Please make eye contact with her. This mm-hmm. is her project. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, if that, like, that already was obviously pissing me off, but I was, like, keeping it together. Then what, like, sent me to the moon was that he was, like, basically telling me that he couldn't do something that, by the way, is now living on the set. Okay? <laughs> Told me that he couldn't do this thing that we wanted him to do. and not providing me a solution. And that's what drives me nuts is when people are like, I can't do this and don't fucking follow up with something. This is when I started to get like, not rude, but just I was like standing my ground where I was like, I don't understand why you're telling me that you can't do something. If you really mean that you cannot do it, amazing. Offer me a solution, please. This is not my expertise. This is your warehouse and your company that you quote unquote have been doing for years and do so many projects for so many important people that you've been name dropping since the moment I walked in. Would love for you to provide me a solution. <laughs> or direct me to someone that knows how to do it. Literally. Literally. So he's You're just well like, versed in the space. Yeah. Then he's like going into like our fucking file and like fucking things around in there, like pretending he like knows how to use Photoshop, whatever, just doing a bunch of ridiculous things. And then oh God, he was just being so fucking gross, like talking about like me being like a guana and like, mm, like just like in a gross way again. Oh my God. Ew. And then he said something like really fucking racist and I can't I don't remember, remember what, what it was. I don't know what it was, but you and Christian, we did a group call the second you guys walked out and both of you were like raging. Like both, no, like both raging. I was like, what happened? Like both of you were raging. No, it was really bad. So anyway, the point is he was a fucking gross piece of shit. And then I found out something about him that was so fucking vile that like I can't even say on here because I want to like protect the privacy of the person who told me, but it was just the right. most disgusting I, thing yeah. I've ever heard. So I was like, fuck this guy. We're not working with him. Um, right. Anyway, if you're ever making products in, in LA, DM us and we'll let you know if it's that warehouse. <laughs> who to avoid. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. The point is, then we were like, we're not doing that. And Christian was like, oh, I have a friend who can do all of this for you. And we know exactly like who he works with, what he does. Like It'll be easy, whatever. And then that's how we ended up with people that we ended up doing this with but that was the story dude what a journey what a journey we've been on and also i wonder if i mean obviously every time you and i talk these are our entire conversations or like our thoughts and feelings and reasonings behind what we're doing and i think we've said it privately to each other but i think we're each really proud of the fact that like we're just a pod with like 2,000 followers. We're not very big, but we take our shit seriously. Like we really like Mm -hmm. what we're doing. We're trying our best to make like the coolest things. We're trying to, we have an 18 page Word doc embedded with other docs about this entire rollout of this. You know what I mean? Like we are putting our all into this. this Of course, Dana, dang, we also have to thank like, but I just, we, we're just two gals figuring it out. And I'm so proud of us. Look at our journey. I'm really proud but, oh, of us. Oh, all this to say, I wonder if this is interesting for people because we talk about this constantly. But this is the most we've ever shared about our mentality on the formation of what we're doing in real time. Like we don't do that as much on this podcast. So I'm wondering no, we don't. how this is hitting people. Yeah. Let well, us know. anyway, the point is they're available for pre-order and come Monday. So the day that you actually hear this. Well, this. first of all, they're, they're, they've already been available for pre-order. If you are on our Patreon on our highest tier, you also have a discount code, 10% off. Yeah. So that will remain five ever. So if you ever want to buy a hat from there, like go check, check in. Code. Um, we're also doing a giveaway. So Yay. we're giving away one hat. And Yay. the day that this episode goes live, 
so Monday, we're going to be posting an image of the hat to our Instagram at thoughtsmayvarypod if you're not following us. And that is how the giveaway is going to happen. So here are the rules. Ready? You need to be following us on Instagram at thoughtsmayvarypod. You need to, so like I said, Monday we'll be posting a photo with giveaway instructions. It'll be very obvious which picture it is. You need to share that photo to your story and tag TMV in that Mm -hmm. story. Then in the comments of that photo, tag one friend Mm -hmm. in the comments. And then the last thing is you need to be signed up to our Patreon, any of the three tiers, whichever you prefer. Yay. And then it'll be an automated winner that we'll pick at random. So if you're listening to this right now in real time, go check the Instagram and go try to get yourself a hat. You have very good odds. You have very good odds. We're going to keep the, I think we should keep it open for 24 hours. Like we'll keep that. Okay. For just one day. Cool. Cool. And then we'll announce it on Wednesday. If you if you listen in real time when this <laughs> podcast comes like out, if you have free, I know, <laughs> deciding on air. If you have free Mondays, you just got a fucking, a real good chance to get this hat. Congratulations yeah. for listening early. Congrats. Um, okay, great. So that's the giveaway. Cool. Hope you well. Right, obviously, enjoy. if you check the Instagram, all of this is written down, so don't feel the need. And it'll to be in our show remember. notes as well. Yeah. If you would cool. like, okay, that's housekeeping. <laughs> as we just like have our own productivity calls throughout the podcast too, <laughs> just two birds, one stone. It we're like we're open about everything else anyway. Might as well just work some shit out in real time, yeah. as we say. If you guys like us explaining this, let us know because I could also see that being cool, like. Didn't we say that before? Like a work Q&A? But we've done work Q&As more of people who are interested in like freelance and our trajectory, but not mm-hmm. so much TMV stuff. And a lot of patrons have their own podcasts, which is cool. So maybe this yeah. will be yeah. and also an like interesting thing to unpack about, with others. Yeah. And also us talking about like the trajectory of TMV, where we, how we view it. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about it? And no, we didn't record last week. We had our first two people come up to us when we were together. Oh my God. We didn't even share. Wait, we didn't talk about that. Oh my gosh. Wait, Sophia and Daniela, Sophia and Daniela made our entire night in the same night in the same night. And what's funny is that earlier that week, both Meadow and I separately have had you guys come up to us in public, which like, I think I get more excited than however excited any of you may be. Like I want to cry. It had never happened to me. It's happened to you twice. And it had never happened to me. That was my first time. It had happened to me a couple of times and Meadow had mentioned to me, she's like, it's crazy. It's like, it's never happened when we're together. Mm-hmm. She comes down to LA that same week and what happens in one night and two different locations. Two girlies. And one was from Miami. Also, you guys were so cool. <laughs> like we, we like oh my God. genuinely talked and vibed and like hung out. And Sophia had wine with her. Daniela was in the club with us. Like it was fun. <laughs> okay. First of all, Daniela's from Miami. So like, Hi. And also, like, <laughs> duh, that we ran into her. We ran into her because it was, like, a full reggaeton night yeah. with Dina yeah. DJing. So, like, duh, that she was there. And, yeah, Sophia, you were so cool. And it, you know what was, like, the really cool part for me? Was that not only were they, like, cool as fuck, which we knew. We knew that you yeah. guys were cool as fuck. But, like, automatically just felt like friends. Oh, like, Sophia's, easily. Like, tea about something. Exactly. And Ella's, like, you know, we're shooting the shit in the middle of the club. Like, it was... I feel like maybe I I hope at least because people feel like they know us from listening. It like they came to us just as open. You know what I mean? Like we instantly feel felt like we knew who you were too, which is so cool. But also this leads me to another conversation we wanted to have where 
just to say, you guys, hello, listeners. Like, we hear about you a lot from people, by the way. Like, every time yes, we, we have guests on, especially guests that like are the homie, we hear about mm-hmm. the way you guys follow up. And you guys are cool and so nice and so supportive as a community to all of the guests that we have on that maybe you don't even know. Like, we hear about you from them because you're so cool. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they send us like, they like send us all these texts after they come on being like, I got so many sweet messages or so-and-so yeah. reached out that they like found me through your podcast. Sarah Shakui, yes. who was one of our first ever guests, found an intern so cool. that works for her now who is so, so talented, cool. Yeah, by the way. Found an intern via her interview on TMB. Shout out Olivia. I know you're listening. And Dana too. Got so cool. really sweet messages through that episode. So we see you. We see you. We appreciate you. And we love you. We truly do. Thanks for talking to us. I keep feeling like I'm going to interrupt you today. I feel like we're in a weird flow today. I think it's me. I don't think it's you. Oh, I think it's me. Why well, are so cute? I'm, I've, I've been in my head this whole time. I was like, I keep trying to interrupt her. I'm not in sync with you today. <gasps> That's a good... Wait, this is a good transition, what you just said, because is I have it? something to tell you. Okay. That I haven't told you. Okay. Also, we unpacking. haven't talked in like, can we say, we usually, we talk constantly throughout the week. And so on weekends, we like do cute check-ins. Like I sent you a picture of a grilled PB&J, but we don't talk as much. So like, I haven't talked to you in a few days. So this is very exciting for me. I know. I was kind of in a, I don't want to be on my phone. Oh, I, I'm not on my phone on weekends. If I'm not like in LA for the weekend. I don't never answers. I don't, if I, if you're, my phone is away and I'm, me and Aaron go out without our phones on the weekend. Like I'm not around. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you're inaccessible. Never make her your, literally never make metal your emergency. No, because she don't. Won't answer for days. Make it Aaron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no. Yeah. Always make it the Taurus. Always make it Aaron. Okay. So yesterday there, I'm teeing up what I want to tell you. Okay. So yesterday I had a meltdown Mm -hmm. and I woke up and it was just, I woke up and I was like, I'm fucked. Like it was one of those mornings where it was like (laughs) elephant sitting on my chest. My head felt like fizzy. Uh I don't know how else to describe it. That's such a good way to describe it. We're talking anxiety people. This is how I described it. Yes. We're talking anxiety. Do you know how I tried to describe it yesterday? So I was explaining to the, what the, f- I'm not going to like call you have, Mr. Man. I know. It's Z. A to Z. No, I thought it was fine. cute. Okay. Whatever. I'll, it's fine. We'll just call him his nickname. It's not his real name. Okay. He doesn't care. Zo. Okay. So. Hi, Zo. Sorry. Hi, Zo. He's not listening. <laughs> so. <Thank God>. Yes. <laughs> he followed the podcast the other day because I was like, bitch, at least give me the numbers. Like, hello. On, become a patron too. Listen. I'm going to sign up under Aaron's card. I never thought about that. He doesn't listen to this. That's so funny. You were so See how long it takes him to notice. You're so sketchy. (laughs) Like, come on. We split everything. He's going to notice immediately. Yeah, no. He'll notice immediately. He'll get mad. He'll notice immediately. You think both of you live in outer space? Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) That's true. I forgot he's you. (laughs) See, it's funny. I I think I can get away with it. You know, I can never put anything past you. Keep going with your story for the love of God. Okay. So anyway, the way that I was trying to explain the anxiety to Zoe yesterday, I was like, I've, it feels like when you got, like, I'm very scared of authority. And when I would get mm. in trouble in school, that same like fizzy head feeling is the only way I can describe it yeah. is exactly how my anxiety feels. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So I woke up and I was like, you're out. You're yeah. off of the count today, bitch. Like everything <laughs> you're you like, like were doing here, wrong. Just stay here. Yeah. It's none of it's happening. No, it was so bad, but I had to get the fuck out of my house. Cause I, yeah. I spent a lot of time indoors this weekend and or not even indoors, just like in my apartment, even if I was sitting on the balcony or on like upstairs, like I, it, I sure. was just home a lot sure. this weekend. So I was like, I need to get up and go out. And, um, I was there, I'm going to Malibu. I'm going to work from Malibu 
Lovely. I took my computer. Be by the ocean, ground which, yourself. Like, listen, there's worse things than working out of Soho Malibu. Let me just tell you. Yeah. So I was like, great. That's where I'm going to work today. I'm going solo. And I left immediately. Like I left before noon, which mm-hmm. is exciting for me. <laughs> anyway, um, I was there by myself for a couple hours. And then him and I were going to have dinner. And I was like, okay, I'll come by, whatever. The point is, I get to his house and he immediately knows what's going on. And he just like gave me this hug and he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And he kind of was just like, in his head, was like, yes, you do, but like not pushing me. Okay. And then I just like let it out. Yeah. And I, what's going on, and I don't really know how to verbalize it super well. So I'm not going to like get into it that much, but I'm just feeling really, really, um, I'm like, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't I'm even want to guess. Very, yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm feeling very, uh, like everything, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I feel like things are not not at a standstill because like things are moving, but there's just certain pieces of my career that like I'm very ready for the next step. Mm. And this is like not to do with the podcast. This is like my personal stuff that I have going on just Mm -hmm. with writing and Mm. like in editorial. And I just am ready for this next step. And I know exactly what it is. And I know exactly that's what like I want to do that. And I'm ready for it. And I've it's always been a dream of mine, but like, it's like not moving as quickly as I want it to. And it's like things that are out of my control that it's like meetings are being pushed Mm -hmm. or like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And it really just made me feel like what, like what the fuck is going on? My rational brain is telling me like, like this isn't real. Like Mm -hmm. you are moving forward. Things are happening, whatever. But then I think also I've never felt more weird pressure around my career than like after I turned 26. Mm. And what's funny is like, I was talking about it in the context of like, if I were still living in New York, I would have a lot of career pressure, but it would be different. It would be like, why aren't you the editor in chief of this magazine yet? And you're 20, like by the time you're 28, like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Whereas like, it was always the joke in New York that like, you don't make any money in editorial. And so it would be like, you knew that your salary was going to be capped because you were in house somewhere. Mm -hmm. So it was like the money would like, come like that's not what you're stressed about in LA it's like why aren't you the editor-in-chief at 28 and why are you not a millionaire at the same time it's like Uh that Uh there's this really weird thing around money at a very very young age in LA Mm -hmm. and I don't ever talk about money stuff on the podcast and that there's a whole other set of things around that totally but I've just been really going through that it's been frustrating but that was the meltdown And then I like lost it because as this man is like talking to me, just like telling me, you know, things, Mm -hmm. I just started sobbing because I was like in my head and I said it to him, I was like, I have never felt so understood. Like I didn't have to explain myself ever, especially in a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. I was like, I've never felt that where like I didn't have to caveat everything I said because I do that a lot, especially with work and totally. especially with money. Totally. I give a lot of – I preface everything. Mm-hmm. I check my privilege 701 uh-huh. times. Uh-huh. I disclaimer everything and uh-huh. then I tell you how I'm feeling. Uh-huh. And like he's like – I've done that with him and he's like, we're not, just stop. Like we're he's not like, doing that. what are you trying to say? Yeah. He, he just really sees me and it really made me feel really grateful. And I had that moment. And then what I wanted to tell you is that I was like – and. I was like, it's fun that like, yes, I have friends or whatever that do that. I was like, but the first person that I like really met were off the bat. I felt that was you. And I was like, oh, it was Meadow. And like, I, I felt you. that with, I was like, I, you know, when I met Meadow, yeah. I was like, oh, soulmate. 
totally like, soulmate. Totally. So Where it's quick. like I've never had so to explain quick. myself to yeah. you. Oh, and no. this isn't again, this isn't to say like I don't have friends in my life that I feel like I can't like I have friends who see me and that's not what right. I'm saying. Right. But it's just with you and I in particular, I remember when we like from the fucking beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have to explain myself to this girl. No, we literally our disclaimers to each other every single time we say it is like, so because it's you. And then we say exactly what we literally. mean. Like exactly how we mean it. No matter how like, off the cuff it. it is. Yeah. Every and every inappropriate judge. intrusive thought goes to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I know and you're going to. And I've gonna, said yeah. it, man. Like, yeah. it, I don't know. I've said it on the podcast before, like a lot in the in the early days of TMB. Like my biggest thing growing up was I just felt really fucking misunderstood. Whether yeah. it was because people were straight up misunderstanding me or like because they were choosing to or yeah. because my I was acting in a way that was not aligned with like who I actually was. Yeah. Which like obviously totally. is going to lead to like feeling quote unquote misunderstood. Right. So that was always like a f- thing and like a fear of mine in life. It was like a and big childhood more... theme for you. Yeah. It was a really yeah. big childhood theme and I still feel that way with my family and I still feel that way with people back home mm-hmm. and like I don't I just don't feel that with him and I obviously don't feel that with you and it was just like a really oh. like it was really it brought me like a real like a lot of peace oh it's so beautiful I'm so grateful to be a part of it it's so Thanks. cool where you're first of all I love you so much and I feel the exact same way obviously we talk about it all the time and I'm obsessed with you and you are my soulmate second of all <laughs> it's so cool because like you and you trying to describe anxiety and then describing your meltdown the whole time I was thinking of it was like I've heard there's a like a a very quippy truncated way to say that anxiety is being here when you want to be there and that sounds oh my like god exactly what your breakdown was oh <laughs> like, my god kind of uncanny like that's, that's all it wild. is. So it's like, yeah, you know exactly where you want to be, but if it's out of control, make isness your business. Like fucking get present, be here now, become a Ram Dass girly. Bitch. It all adds She's up. She's pointing at her tattoo. I'm pointing at my tattoo. It really all adds up. But that's so beautiful because we we have talked a lot about this in a different context too. I think we've shared kind of my example of this on the podcast. So it's fun to see you do it. The concept of once you find a partner that's really there for you and you feel a different level of safety with the way the Mm -hmm. healing then up levels hella fucking quick because it's all the shit it's maslow's hierarchy of needs when that safety and security on an emotional level is met in a new way that's unprecedented it's so beautiful you have this like you have this framework to now go higher to the deeper depths of your Mm self-growth journey like shit comes out when you feel safe around your support system it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's also yeah. sucks. <laughs> it's, it is so well, cool. Because random shit so will start worst. to overflow. Yeah, exactly. Well, because things will start to come out. You, you've said that to me recently where you were like, once you start to feel, and I, I felt that in relationships before, like once I felt safe around somebody, like certain healing mm-hmm. things would come out. Um, and that's happening with both of us, I think. Totally. Totally. But mm-hmm. we really have mm-hmm. been a good example of doing it in a friendship to each other. Mm-hmm. You and I. So quick. Yeah. No, it's 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 very weird. Yeah. And I was trying to think about it yesterday. And I was like thinking about the beginning of when you and I first met. And it was like even from then. No, we, we acted the really exact like, same. Yeah, we really weren't like any other different version of ourselves. No. Oh my gosh, not you at know all. What I mean? Like I was never people pleasery to you. 
You never tried to play a role towards me. Like we immediately aired out all our skeletons in our closet right away. Maybe because our first phone call was coming over to like talk mental health and your Hoffman story. So we just immediately mm-hmm. went in with like, oh, if we're going to talk real shit, let's go straight to the vulnerable. Cause it's almost like we were doing it for work, but then we got along so well, it just instantly shifted to like, oh, we have this level of understanding. And like, it felt like an unconscious kind of like yeah. perfect setup yeah. to just go in with that understanding. If yeah, that makes sense. It did. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. Which is like why mental health is a great conversation starter. Team. <laughs> Thank you. I'm about to tie together even more. (laughs) Literally, my hat. I'm about to tie together even more. Are you ready? Yeah. We got Patreon requests. Oh, yeah. To do certain things. And you just mentioned one of them. Okay. Which was people pleasing. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, And I think it specifically said people pleasing in general conversation. Cool. Is what the Patreon request was. Yeah. Like, I think they meant, like, in general, just the concept of people pleasing. Wow, great. Right. You really tied that all together for us. What a gorgeous I know. transition. I'm Here just a journalist. I'm just yeah. a journalist. All in the day's work. Um, okay, well, so as the resident people pleaser, I feel like I'll take it away with some <laughs> thoughts first. I have now decided, literally this morning, this like, on my dog walk, that this year's main theme of my birthday's in, like, three weeks, two weeks. So I'm getting very, the past year of growth, you know, getting very reflective. Mm -hmm. I think this number one theme was me dropping people pleasing. Like I've up-leveled a lot in the past few years, this past year in particular, like fucking like sped that shit up, like really have different behaviors from last year to right now. And I think the main things that did it for me, first of all, let's talk people pleasing in general. Okay. So people pleasing, I would how do I want to say this? I feel like I'll just cut to the meat of it. People pleasing is a form of control. If you, it's so scary and hard and vulnerable to be your true self in front of other people automatically, which is why we just had the entire conversation about how our relationship is uncanny and beautiful. Like that going in with that is so hard that if you people please, you don't have to deal with the rejection of someone like not vibing with your authentic self. And that can feel so threatening to you for whatever, however, trauma with big T's and small T's, whatever you may be. Mm. But it's just a way to avoid confrontation. It's a way to, it's just at the root of it, a way to avoid rejection uh, when all you're seeking is love. So you get to control the narrative and the story and the way in which you see this path going by providing playing your part, whatever that is perfectly to how you perceive this person. So it, it robs them of their like autonomy. It robs them of their efficacy to make a decision. And it's when I started thinking about it in that way and thinking about like, I am robbing someone from the experience of like having the full picture and making up their own mind and like having their own freedom. And if that's all I want for myself, how dare I take that from someone else? Like that reframe has really sat with me at a, at a different frequency, like a different energy this past year. So I think, and it also kind of buzzed people pleasing on its head because even though you're hiding the fact that it's your control issues in your head, you're like, no, I just like to be appealing to other people, right? Because you just want to hide the fact that it's just you control. Yeah. But so in that narrative, you're like, really, if that was the case, you're actually not doing what's in their best interest. So it, it kind of plays on two sides of that mental argument for me. So it just kind of hit me to like embody that at a different level. 
Okay, that was a beautiful explanation for what people Thank fucking is. God and I was hoping it was making narrative. sense. <laughs> <laughs> and a narrative that I have not heard quite yet. And okay, honestly, cool. like the way that you were saying it flips it on his head, the way that I thought about it automatically too was like, because sometimes we see people pleasing people, <laughs> people pleasing people, <laughs> people pleasing type humans mm-hmm. as weak in yeah. a way where like they don't have a backbone uh-huh. when in reality, that's you're the game. The, you're the one orchestrating it. Uh-huh. That's the game. Yeah. It's kind whether of you're conscious of it or genius. not. Whether you're conscious. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was a really good reframe. Interesting. So you really are the one with the power. Right. And then cool. I um Wesley, our dear friend Wesley from Utah, Wesley Christensen, Wake Up with Wesley is her podcast that we love so much and I've talked about before, just finally came out with season two after like a two-year hiatus. And her first episode, one, is very cool because it's about butterflies and she has a big butterfly motif in her life and we do as well. And I just, she, in mm-hmm. such a different way. And I think it's really beautiful. So it's a good listen. Please go listen to her first episode. But she also said something that was about how her shadow self embodies itself by outsourcing her knowing. And I thought that was the most poetic and cool way to talk about like the the scariest parts of not being accepted and like that those deep seated feelings that come stem from all these behaviors at the end of the day is is just taking it's taking away your power and it's taking away other people's power. And those lessons mm. just have been like when she said that, I was like, that's exactly what I felt this past year. That was such a beautiful way to say it. So I don't know. That's been my main reframe with people pleasing. And I also, I think I'm very excited. I've talked about this last episode with Amber too, but I just talked to Ellie about how being a mom nips that in the bud real fast because once again, you're doing it for someone else. Mm -hmm. And I've like, I, since I could now feel that at a different level that I didn't before, I'm now like, Ooh, I have to give myself that own experience for myself first before doing that for a kid. Like that's, that's only my due diligence. You have to. Yeah. So anyway, I'm doing it now. I have boundaries now. She has really good boundaries now. Let me just tell you. Oh, well, you've been my role model. You've been my guiding light the whole time. But you know what's funny? And like, I don't mean this in a bad way of like, oh, if you, when you stop people pleasing, you get meaner. But like, and it's not you being mean because you're never mean, but like you stand I'm your ground a lot more and you're more blunt. And I'm honestly. <laughs> I get it from you. No, <laughs> you know, I live for that fucking shit. I'm like, yes, Meadow. I'm like, I'm the devil on Meadow's shoulder you really? yelling at her to keep but going. Like, in, you're the devil telling me to do good things for my self. Yeah. We just do it with sass a little bit. But you know what? You're reverting back more to your inner child. Exactly. The the little princess hysterically crying. crying on her dad's shoulders. Yeah. Uh, really yeah, adds up. But like crying because you didn't get your way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Really? And now you're speaking up. Really? And do you know what? Do you know what? You've taught me to do that too because you're a very good example. So as much as you can be like, oh, I get that stuff from you, I get it from you too because I get the like setting boundaries with friends mm. and people in my life a lot yeah. from you. Yeah. Where lately I am tired. Yeah. <laughs> my social capital uh, is done. Slim. <laughs> this hat yeah. sucked the life out of me. Oh boy, did it. At the same time of the hat sucking the life out of both of us. Let me just tell you really quickly, just to pat Meadow on the back a little bit more. Meadow became a coder. That woman yeah, built but, that fucking okay. website from the ground it up. It wasn't that. <laughs> Please don't give me that trick. Whatever. <laughs> I, lo- I love you so much. You, you know really I really don't do know it. how to use a computer. Yeah, it's not that I <laughs> stare at computers and it looks like literally a, a language I've never heard of in my whole entire life. I mean, like, it quite I, literally is, so it makes sense. And do uh, you know what? There are certain <laughs> things in life that I like to expend my energy and figuring out computers is not one of them. 
Like, listen, I'm it does a not need to be. Hoe. It really doesn't need to I'm be. I'm a like, resourceful mm-hmm. asshole. Uh-huh. But with that, oh. I'm like, I don't know because mm-hmm. I don't want to learn because mm-hmm. then I want other people to do it for me. It's the Absolutely. key. Okay? Absolutely. So I anyway, totally hear that. Anyway, anyway, whatever. <gasps> um, back to what I was saying of me, you teaching me things. I The hat sucked the life out of us. And I had other work stuff that was sucking the life out of me. And I'm in a new relationship. And like, for some reason, like a lot of like, I've just been meeting a lot of new people and I'm just like, I love you guys, but I just, I don't, I can't like the, this summer, put it this way. This summer I was doing a lot of like dinners every week. No, you, I, no one is around other people more than you. I'm tired from just watching you. I was around a lot of people. No. And a lot of people were reaching out to you with the energy of, I need you right now. Please help. Like, I need this right now. I need this from you right now. Oh, can you provide this for me? Oh, like e- whether mm-hmm. it was a personal capacity or work capacity, people were coming to you because they needed things from you and they, it wasn't Thank like- Thank you for seeing that. Giving, no, no, no. It was, <laughs> it was every single interaction for like three. It was like kind of your summer theme. I feel like it was a summer thing. I'm really hoping that we're rewriting this and going into like a cute fall moment where I it eases up. I genuinely feel like a bear that's about to go into hibernation. Yeah, absolutely. People don't know what's coming because I'm not hanging out yeah, with yeah. you. <laughs> like, Yay, Taurus. Catch me in the spring, yeah. maybe. <laughs> like, oh, I, I'm, I'm so excited. Let's go through all fall and winter of just me and you on your couch. We'll keep the blinds closed. Let's watch. Did you watch Hocus Pocus too? We could get takeout. Let's only no. talk to each other. And by talk, I mean sit next to each other and not talk. <laughs> like, I am fully going into hibernation mode. Yeah. Obviously, if you're my friends listening, <laughs> I love you. And I'm half kidding. But like. But not really. I'm not. <laughs> Actually, oh my God, wait, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm so sorry to interrupt your train of thought, but I mean, this goes back go to people pleasing a little bit because that was the other thing mm-hmm. I thought of. I, I I feel like having this space on the podcast, okay, we talk, we hear so much about you guys and we we are talking to you guys and this you guys are an active community. We talk on Patreon, we talk on Instagram. It's so cool. In this moment right now, I am simply having a conversation with my best friend. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the act of us doing this podcast is just me having a conversation with you. So I am so myself on this space that sometimes when people in real life meet me with like an (gasps) Uh understanding because they know us deeper, Uh I'm like, oh shit. Like it's not like I would necessarily approach you with this level of uncensored thoughts, but now you understand me deeper and it's like kind of created a cool dialogue. That's also busted my people pleasing because I'm so honest in this space Mm. and fucking people hear about it and ask me about it. I have nothing to do, but own my real feelings. So anyway, if people listen to this, like you're half kidding, but also not and respect our boundaries. You heard our whole explanation of why I love you so much. You know what I mean? Wow. I love that for you. Have you have you felt similarly? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm no. like trying to think if I have. I mean, I think yes to a certain extent, but I think like if maybe just because you don't people please like me. Yeah. If anyone's ever gonna come, mm, I do, not to your extent, but I do. You of oh, sure. I definitely yeah. do in just other ways. Um, you do in a work capacity. I do in a work capacity where like I won't say no to things. Cause you have a big, you have a big drive. And so it, it, it supersedes boundaries sometimes. Yeah. And then I just, yeah. oh, like when I was on my way to Miami with you guys and I had to write like 700 yeah. stories on the airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rough. Yeah. I won't say no to things. 
I'm getting better at it, but also with friends. Like I don't want to let people down. I don't want people to feel like I don't have time for them. I don't want people to feel, especially now that I'm in this relationship, like I don't want people to feel like I'm like the girl that gets a boyfriend and like goes MIA. And like, it's funny that I'm saying like I'm going into hibernation mode because like if I were single, I'd still be going into hibernation mode right now. Oh yeah. You've done it before. You'll do it again. Absolutely. It's just like, by the way, like for people listening who like feel like people get on them for like spending too much time with their significant other, like there's a difference between like ditching all your friends, which like I don't think is healthy because like relationships probably won't last forever and then you're going to be fucked and that's just you not being a very good friend. But that said, like you never have to explain yourself for who you're choosing to spend time with if that person's making you happy and like you're having a great time and vice versa. Like when I'm hanging out with him, and I'm telling people like, oh, I don't want to do anything tonight. And they're like, oh, well, I saw that you were in so-so. I'm like, no, no, no. Um, he doesn't count as a person. Like we're sitting oh, no. in the same room and like I feel like I'm talking mm-hmm. to myself. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great. You know exactly how I feel about this. I have very I strong feelings about this. I'm like, this is literally my husband. Like any invitation you extend to me is an invitation to him, quite frankly. Like I think this Not is the always. Most- and you do separate it. Well, so here's my point. Like, I think this is a very interesting dynamic of your 20s. And I'm going to say this because I'm about to enter my last year of your 20s because I have now like more, I have friends that are younger in their mid 20s. and I have friends that are in their mid 30s. And the difference is like when people get older and as people boo up more officially, just because that happens naturally with Mm -hmm. age, like the expectation for inclusion of like people's now nuclear family units is a way different Mm. level than like your friendships in your twenties. Like that shit changes with age and your late twenties is this weird, like you're half in half out. That's a really good distinction. Half the people, you know what I mean? Like half the people are still out there, like fucking like doing whatever, going out, partying, doing this thing. And that, and like the other half are couples that also want to do that, but you're not going to invite them and they're not going to not bring their significant. Like, it's like mm-hmm. this weird, I don't know. It's very interesting. I'm seeing it in, in a different friend groups express itself in different ways. And so I'm just kind of thinking maybe that's a pattern. I think you're onto something because I see that. And I think I'm crossing over. You might be crossing over. Welcome. Like, don't worry. Like you'll, you will always and forever catch me shaking my ass in public, but. And not to say like, if you're in a relationship, you don't go out. And if you're single, that all you do is go out. It's just... But no, but I get what you're saying. Of Like if you're having a party or right. like you're going to like a dinner and like one person's boyfriend's there, it's like you're going to bring that your significant other. And there's a difference between like girls night and like, hey, do mm-hmm. you want to get dinner? Or like, yeah, there, yeah, there's just different... There's just, there's nuance. Mm-hmm. And everyone has different needs and expectations and friendships. And then you have to like, you know, learn to move with emotions. It's weird. Yeah. I'm learning to navigate, but I did catch myself people pleasing in the beginning of this relationship. Not with him. Towards him? Oh, people. I was like, towards him? No. To, no. Oh, to kind of, yeah. But you're, you're breaking mm-hmm. that slowly. And I, I think, I also think you and I are people where like, I think we get in our heads about that more than our friends actually do. Oh, for, I make up so many stories. Ex- exactly. My best like, storyteller oh. on planet earth. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think she's a writer? <laughs> exactly. Like all I do is tell myself people are mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah. And then they're like, you're not that important. I'm actually <laughs> quite like, frankly I not really, thinking about you at all. I really, my mom used to always say that too about going to the gym like I remember being little like I don't know middle school high school when you first are like should I go to the gym whenever that is and being like self-conscious and my mom was like honey you you know how you feel about yourself right now like freaking out you think anyone else in there is looking at you they're all having that Mm -hmm. same experience about themselves babe they're all the kid they're all their own main character no No one is thinking thinking about about you. you you're like it's very freeing it's great 
It's, it's great. If fair. anyone on here is watching Tell Me Lies, last week's episode had a really good scene about that where one of the characters, she like ha- – they haven't really fleshed out her character story yet, but she's like the only one in her friend group who's on in school with a scholarship and like – they like is this high school college i don't know i I don't know you told me briefly okay Uh it's college but anyway they haven't like fleshed out her story but she basically makes a comment of like the fact that like her friend is such a fucking narcissist that like they don't know anything about her because they've never asked like they didn't even know that she's in foster care because like they've never asked and Mm -hmm. the friend comes to her she like is dating this boy that they don't like and she like goes to her one day and it's just like i just don't want you to like be upset at me and she looked at her straight up and was like I frankly have thought about your relationship for maybe 0.5 seconds. Like I have X, Y, Z going on in my life. Like you're not that fucking important. Like sit down. And I was like, yes, TV writers. (laughs) (laughs) Great. It's that's so funny. Are you enjoying that show? You said it was a good example of gaslighting. What was your, you gave me a little. Yeah. Toxic gaslighting relationships. It's just a good, it's like a nice, it's a nice back and not a background show because I pay attention, but like I it's not like succession. Like I'm not right. You're not you know, ripped by every firing multiple wires in my brain to try and piece together the storyline. Like I right, put right, it right. on when I'm like cooking. Like if yeah, you if cool. you miss okay. some, a moment, you're not gonna speaking of uh mental health shows, uh did you hear all the drama around blonde? hmm Sarah Shakui watched it, so she sent me a TikTok about it. And then yeah. all this stuff, if you haven't heard, Blonde is the new like Marilyn Monroe thing. And there's all this stuff about how the director was saying, like, it's not a story of her life or her success. It's a story about suicide and the reasons behind which someone would die by suicide, which is just such a disappointing angle to come into a production with. And then Sarah Shakui was talking to me about it and then sent me that TikTok and then watched it and immediately texted me and was like, do not watch this. Yeah. She was like, it is repulsive. It is disgusting. I don't know how it got green light. I don't know how it went past so many eyes without people saying something. The director was literally quoted for saying he wanted her to play Marilyn because he saw her naked in a movie. Like there was oh, some, about some sort of conversation about, yes, there was some sort of conversation about how like he knows that women have as much power as men, but that perspective just didn't interest him. And like, just the, it's just this weird, like, it, uh, mm-hmm. I don't, you could go on a whole TikTok thing if you want, but I haven't watched it. And if anyone yeah. is sensitive, like your girl, because oh, that's another thing we want to talk about. Let's wrap it up with that. I think that's a nice place to Okay. End. Let's wrap it up with that. Gabby and I frequently do check-ins about shows and because so many shows have mental health themes nowadays, which is cool. However, there's a difference between consuming content with dark themes and low vibrational content. And I am real Her. sensey to low vibrational content. Same. Like the way in which people watch like murder shows and true crime docs and all these, like, I don't, it makes me feel like I want to watch Disney channel for six hours afterwards. Like I am so <laughs> sensitive to mm-hmm. fucking low vibe shit. Like I, oh my God. So anyway, please don't watch that. But do you have any thoughts or feelings on the difference? I think for me, it's just knowing my boundaries with topics. Like I think that, okay. you know, like my sister, for example, like she won't watch anything scary. She won't watch anything that's like murdery, druggy, like anything low vibration. Like she won't do it. Mm. I'm not as extreme. Like I don't only watch mm. comedy or like shows. Like, you know, I right. think there's a difference. I think Same. there's shows like Succession Same. that I was just talking about, which has like dark themes of like power and like fucked up dynamics that's super tolerable and frankly very interesting for me to watch i think like 
totally. psychological things like that where it like just makes your brain work. Like I mm-hmm. enjoy that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So I also think power. We fuck with Jordan Peele movies. That's kind of like yeah, as scary as I go, with, quite frankly, that's, but like, like that psychological. Social commentary stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do drugs. I can't do drug stuff. I try well, to yes, watch. Well, yes, you can because we watch Euphoria. Oh, you're right. But here's the thing. There's okay. Sorry, this is the difference. I can't watch. I think what I think the reason I was able to watch Euphoria in the drug capacity is that even though they show her doing drugs, the show is not about showing her doing drugs. Mm, okay. Like it's yeah. it it brings something to the scene, right? And it like helps you understand her more. Like for example, that new show that came out, Dope Sick. That's all about the opioid crisis. Yeah. That I happened. haven't seen it, but I've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rosario I, Dawson, right? Yeah. I can't get through it. I've watched like three oh. episodes and I can't, I can't do it because it's like super, okay. it just like makes my skin itch and it's a really important okay. show. I think, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, don't quote me on that because I've only seen three episodes. I don't know if it like flushes out and right. ends up being trash, but like I, that was a really big moment in history. And I think something that like, you know, our country doesn't talk about enough. Um, right. That, for example, I can't do. I can't do serial killer stuff. But then again, I'm like, yeah. I watched documentaries like Don't Fuck With Cats. I think I I think it was in a different phase of my life. Oh, I didn't watch that. That was I great. Watch that. I watched it alone, but I was living in New York. I don't know. I think like it just it just depends. It depends on my like Handmaid's Tale is my favorite fucking show. And that's darkest yeah, stuff. But I think watch it's like either. I think it's when it's tied in with like a really good storyline. Like I'm hooked. Totally. I think for me, that's totally. what about for you? Because I don't think I'm explaining it very well. <laughs> No, I, the reason I, I made you answer before me is because I don't know how to explain the difference. Like it, it's such a, cause like I, I first, I was like, I don't think it's themes for me. Cause I can do different themes in different capacities. It's honestly like, if I fuck with your art, yeah. it's like the way in which people choose to express their art and the way in which the show is done. And like, I, I don't know how to verbalize that per se, but it's such a, it, I can, I can feel it within Same. like 10, you know, my mom used to say mm. the 20 minute rule. You have to put it on for at least 20 minutes. And I'm like, usually I can tell before then, but I, I, I'll i still use it since I grew up with that. So it's a good 20 minute roll. And then it's like, for sure. Mm, I mean, listen, even Handmaid's Tale, I watched Handmaid's Tale right before I went to sleep last night and I had to watch like 30 minutes of something else after. Like I, I can't just like close my eyes. Did you eyes. watch Hocus Pocus too? Cause it's delightful. No, I haven't seen it yet. Maddie and I are supposed to watch it tonight. It's so good. I had zero expectation. I mean, Hocus Pocus is my favorite exactly Halloween what I movie wanted. of all time. Yeah, you're going to love it. Sarah Jessica Parker is so fucking cute. Okay, I can't wait. I think she's so cute. I love her so much. It, but it's like, I, I had zero expectation. Because normally reboots good. suck. Right. It was cute. You'll they like look it. the same in the trailer. They, they did out. equal parts, like, they did equal parts nostalgia while trying to make it modern. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they did a good play. Cause that's, I feel like that's the main thing that people have gripes with, with reboots. It's like, are you going to go too modern mm. or is it too nostalgic where it doesn't make sense for nowadays? So I felt like they did a balance that was cute. Okay. Love. Yeah. All right. Should we wrap huh. it up? Let's wrap it up. It's been an hour. We had another topic that we wanted to talk about, but I think we'll save it. It's gay stuff. <laughs> someone yeah. on Patreon requested. <laughs> we were like, what do you guys want to hear? And someone literally wrote gay stuff. Gay stuff. And I was like, Meadow, <laughs> we haven't talked about that. So tune back into like, hopefully our next solo, we'll talk about it. I really want to talk about like, okay. your queerness. Yeah. It's a whole thing to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That'll Stay be tuned. fun. Save it for next time. All right. Gay stuff. Thank you for listening. Love you. TTYL. Please rate and review. Always. Thank you so much. Please buy a hat. Please buy a hat. Thank you so much. Oh, try go to win a hat. If you if you're still listening, try to go win a hat. It sounded like you were saying a website. I was like, what? But I got it. 
I don't even know what I'm I don't saying know. anymore. We gotta go. We're filming another long. episode right after this. Let's go prepare for Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Right. Ciao. If you like this energy, oh. if no, wait, wait, wait. If you like this energy and you actually even made it this long and care to listen this much, this is the energy you get on Patreon. Like we finish, we're in this type of mood. Now we're gonna go record another thirty to forty-five minutes. Like it's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I just felt like a warning and a good explanation. <laughs> mm, love a disclaimer. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Thoughts Mayberry podcast every Monday.